So we're in the house tonight with Cameron Fetter, podcast about list. Nobody does it Was, better than uh, Fetter. That's what that's he says. Right. That's what everybody says. That's what everybody all the time is always saying. Even if I'm not around or nothing is even happening, people are saying that for no reason. Hey, Cameron, you're a young guy, right? Sure. You're a young guy. Well, yeah. there's an issue that's pr- plaguing the young guy community that, well, it's not easy to talk about. Okay. Luckily, there's a, there's a vinyl record that can help young people deal with this. But <laughs> there's a, sometimes molestation is happening out there. About. Molestation. Yeah. A lot of my, a lot of my um, you know, 24, 25-year-old friends, I've been hearing a lot about this issue in our community lately. And so it's hard to talk about. to be about. able to tackle it. So it's, you need some uh, you need some help from me and Alex here. Fortunately, I have just exited my 20s, so I no longer have to worry about stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to worry about penis inspection day at the gym. <laughs> like at Planet Fitness, it kind of transfers over. Yeah. You have to go until you're 30. Yeah, the day you turn 30, the molesters just turn the other way. And you're kind of like, what's wrong with me, you know? It's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you kind but... of feel like a child star. <laughs> yeah, well, me, I'm still in the I'm still in the golden age. I'm in the thick of it. I'm fending off molesters left and right. But Alex, I'm glad you set up that alley oop of who better than a child star to teach children how not to get molested. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, never mind the pictures of Michael Jackson holding him that he was posting on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at that. Don't. Just don't look at that. Yeah, don't even worry about that. Don't worry about or it. thinking about it or anything. Don't think about like what. That. Don't think about it. Yeah. So this is this is a record that someone in the Fortune Kit Discord had posted uh, the Discogs page to. This dropped in 1986. It's called "Good Secrets, Bad Secrets" with Webster. Uh, the front cover says it's a must-have recording for every parent and child, and it teaches the important or it's the important new recording that teaches children how to avoid molestation. <laughs> I love that the title of it they go they're they're as euphemistic as they can possibly get with the title <laughs> of it like we don't really want to say what this is it's like bad secrets okay bad secrets but then just immediately on the front still like not, not even waiting until the back of the record to say what it is well the front cover like, doesn't specify whether molestation is a good secret or a bad secret so we're gonna have to listen true. to the whole thing to find out yeah. it's like good trouble and bad trouble like that speech. It's just, yeah, I, it's just very funny that to, why not just call it the guide to not getting molested? <laughs> I can't imagine how someone would listen to this. Like you would sit your whole family down, <laughs> you put the vinyl record on the record player and you all sit there uncomfortably. And it's like watching a sex scene in a movie with your dad when you're a kid, except it's audio only. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing is a sex scene and it's a kid who, who sounds like this. And he's talking about how you don't get molested. Thank and you God. probably know this stuff already. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like Th- kids are more aware of that stuff than people think. Like kids today, they're always calling people pedophiles. Thank God, too, that this didn't drop in an age when the ox cord existed. Because you know you're in, you're you that you're that one friend you you know yeah. you give the Everyone ox in the has car that or something friend. at the party. They throw on Webster Good Secrets, Bad Secrets, long playing recording. They skip, they, they don't even play the good, but they skip right to the special message from Webster and the safety <laughs> phone number guide. Say, come on, bro. 
Yeah, it's just it's one of my favorite records. There's just an A side <laughs> and a B side. So these are like two 15 minute long tracks a piece here. <laughs> it's like trance music or something. The only other thing I listen to is that old comedy album of the guy pretending to be an aborted fetus and being like, Mommy, no, I want to live. <laughs> it was like an evangelical record label. God. And the guy's whole bit was being like, uh, I'm like, I'm Bobby the baby. Don't abort me. That record wow, literally so- saved my life. Because it caused yeah, me it not saved to get my life because I wasn't aborted. It was amazing. I'm looking at the back cover here of the of the record, um, and so the I guess the the way that you're supposed to listen to this it says we urge you to listen to this story with your child or children and discuss with them afterwards the questions shown below. So there's kind of okay. like a reading comprehension. Cameron, guide don't read those questions. Do after I'm not going to look at them yet. We need to, we're going to need to ask you those questions later to make sure you learned. <laughs> But also, as it says here, then encourage them, <laughs> encourage them to read Webster's letter to them inside this jacket <laughs> <laughs> and help them fill out the emergency information they might one day need. So, so what there age might of be a kid part is of this that we're missing out on? I think there's a, supposed to be a letter from Webster <laughs> that comes with this. But I think we might not. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had the gatefold. We have the cover. We have the back cover. There's a well, mint they put condition. it out on cassette too. There's a mint sealed copy on Discogs, but it's fifty five dollars with shipping. <laughs> Man, that's worth it. And it's on For Kid a- Stuff Records, which is pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is like almost worth it, you know. For yeah, like- for a letter, a personal letter from Webster. When Dan found the Bud Light guitar and it was like three hundred bucks, I was like, "Man, I wish it was like one hundred bucks." You know, it's similar here. It's just a little bit much. I'm seeing the other stuff that Kid Stuff Records have put out. It's a ton of Masters of the Universe <laughs> singles and Care Bears and Alvin and the Chipmunks, Knight Rider. It's all TV show stuff, but none of it. It's not like the Transformers teach you about your scary <laughs> uncle. It's all like the Transformers battle for Cybertron. God, for I Webster, wish it was They were that. like, we really need, we need, we need a show to match up with this, this anti-molestation. It's so weird. Care guide. Bears, friends make everything better. So it, it wasn't the, like I think the Care Bears would probably be better. Even Alvin and the Chipmunks would, rather would probably from, be better. From Optimus Prime. Well, me too. But here's the thing: from I Webster. think it makes more sense to me now of the kind of kid who's into Optimus Prime. You don't need to worry about him. He's like savvy and smart because he's watching this cool show about trucks turning into stuff and guys. But uh-huh. the kind of person who's really into Webster, eh? Maybe they need the help. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Ronald, they have Ronald McDonald, Alphabet ABC. That seems pretty cool. Well, when Machine Gun Kenny, he watched Transformers in 2007, he was a boy and he saw Megan Fox and said, I would do her. I would totally do her even though I'm a boy. And then she gave in and let him do her. And he was an adult once it happened, but I think he's, he sort of got molested in a sense. And yeah. it's all because he watched Transformers instead of Webster. It's because he watched Transformers. He should have been this watching so Machine cra- Gun I, Webster. There's not even, like, none of these other things are even, like, it's not even like they're, like, educational in a different way. Actually, there like, are a couple. Like, so I looked into this earlier. They do have one called It's Okay to Say No to Drugs from the same year as this Webster one. So okay. they did do it. So they, they just kind of had a push. Yeah. But those I'm ones are branded. Star though. Wars, Mother Goose Disco. <laughs> The sword I hope that's the stone, one thing. David Star and Goliath. There's one from G.I. Joe, and it's called La Ville Prisonnière. <laughs> it's like French G.I. Joe. So, the, yeah. the French Foreign Legion. A lot, of this, a lot of this is from Quebec. Oh, this is what I need. But this. that one, is is that like, is it about being a POW? 
the prison house? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they also the have prison camp. I, I want to get know what this, that means. The story of Frankenstein by unknown artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Did they do the say no to drugs one that we listened to with the good songs on it? No, that was, um, Scruff, that that was Scruff McGruff. Oh, right. Who then also went to prison for having a shitload of weed and like weapon, like tons of like automatic weapons and shit. Oh, yeah. They also did an anti-drug one, but I think it's just talking. Whoa, Pink Panther Oh, there's Punk. one called My Body Is My Own. Oh, Pink Panther Punk was also what they were talking about in the Fortune <laughs> Kit Discord. That might be good for a different... Uh, Pink Panther episode. Punk track list. Theme from the Pink Panther, Another Brick in the Wall. <laughs> it has Billy Joel. It has no punk songs on it. <laughs> oh, man. The Pac-Man album. They Does really... this have Pac-Man fever on it? No, it doesn't. The Pac-Man theme. A very merry McBirthday for from Ronald McDonald. <laughs> God, it has nine songs on it. You don't need nine songs. Yeah, where do you go after a happy birthday? The Pac-Man album is kind of cool. It's just video game sounding music, like inspired by Pac-Man. I think there are a lot of these. Here's wait, I found a really good album name on here from Kid Stuff. It's performed by the Starlight Children's Chorus, and it's called "E.T. I Love You" and other extraterrestrial songs for children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids—they put out a lot of stuff by them. I bet these people are really good at avoiding molesters. This is who I want to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Remus in the Tar Baby. What the fuck? Uh-oh. No, you can't put <laughs> Wait, that what out. What year was that put out? All the rest of this shit was the eighties, nineteen seventy-eight. Damn, seems a little Which late I, for that. Even Song of the South was probably still. It was probably still kosher at that point yeah, with most that's people. That's pretty insane. But still, that's crazy to have that. <laughs> Holy moly! A child's introduction to Elvis Presley. A That's what his wife had. A child's Hey-o. introduction to disco. Priscilla was 14 when they met. Very strange. <laughs> Bugs Bunny exercise and adventure. You know, Priscilla Presley should have listened to Webster's uh, Good Secrets, Bad Secrets. She yeah. should have. I'm really just getting completely lost just scrolling through the entire everything that this this label has ever put out. This is my favorite label. It's yeah. so funny that Bam Margera had a feud with Priscilla Presley like last month. Because he went to her house for some reason, and then... Didn't she die? No, that was Lisa Marie. Oh, shit, okay. (laughs) I think it was because of that, somehow. It was some related somehow. But he went to her house, and they took pictures together, and then he posted it on Instagram and said all this fake stuff about how she gave him Elvis's robe and his... All of his, like, King stuff and his guitar and all... And said, like, "You're, you're the new Elvis, bam. And then she found it and was like, yeah, I didn't say any of that stuff. What the fuck? This this guy's crazy. I didn't give him any of Elvis's stuff. (laughs) That's a great Why would I give it to Bam Margera? I believe Bam. Yeah, I believe Bam. I believe he was crowned the new Elvis in 2023, (laughs) even though he's not a singer or a musician. And he doesn't even do anything anymore. He's not even like a skateboarder or a comedian. He just kind of... He hangs out with a shaman and has meltdowns about his ex-wife on Instagram. And he he made a language... Okay. He made his own language like a boy. They should start putting Bam Margera on like, wait, wait, don't tell me or something. <laughs> That's how be... you rehabilitate him. Yeah. Yeah. Teach him some, uh, some cool humor. Exactly. Not like this immature shit about putting your dick in bees and crashing a car and stuff. Cameron, before yeah, we started, I was washed. thinking um, Webster is exactly the kind of thing Branson would ask you about as if it's something people know about. 
Like Branson 100%. loves to text you. Oh, do you know about Webster? It's like no one our age even knows about Webster. Like, can I tell you something? Oh, of course. I I showed I showed Patrick the cover of this this record because I thought it was really funny, and he said, "Oh, you're doing it about Webster." <laughs> what the fuck? Did you yeah, ask, he ask would him know something like that? Ask him what he knows about Webster. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I just, just was like, oh yeah, I of course, of course. You I think I I heard about Webster on I Love the Eighties when I was thirteen or so. That used to be on VH1 all the time. That was my initial introduction to a lot of old stuff, like stuff that yeah, my totally. parents didn't own on CD. So yeah. that's the only reason I know about it. I imagine that's probably there's no way he was watching Webster. <laughs> There's no, there's yeah. no reason to watch Why it. The fuck? Like, Where would you I don't see think it this? even had reruns. Although Cameron, you did find that they made like the uh, like steel case fucking reissue. Oh yeah, no, I, they, it's just so funny to me that um, the they release they released the box sets of Webster like ten years ago on Shell <laughs> yeah, Factory, which is so that? funny because that's where they do it now. They're like a, they do all the trendy horror movie steelbook stuff and whatever. I guess there is a niche there. There's so many shows that just didn't come out on streaming or DVD or anything. Like if they weren't successful enough, like back in the 90s and 2000s, if a show had two seasons and it got canceled, you would just never see it again. Yeah. There's got to be 10 people out there who still want to see Webster. There was just literally no way to ever find it again. But then I guess if you uh, you get it for cheap, you get the rights 20 years later. Or you get it like in an estate sale because the guy who wrote it died. Yeah, how much did the rights cost? Put it on like, whatever. like, could we afford it? <laughs> Probably. Couldn't be more than, uh, what's his name, paid for the Scooby-Doo branding. Yeah, Nathan Masry. Yeah. <laughs> he should change his name to Nathan Doo. <laughs> and we should, we should join the um, Doo family. We can make Webster-themed lasagna. But anyway, so while we were looking at Webster here, before we get into listening to that album in full... We discovered that before the Webster TV show started, he was already a well-known child star in Japan where he would sing these songs where like half the words are in English and half are in Japanese. And we're going to have to get a taste of that before we move on to the main event here. Let's listen to his single City Connection. Oh, you mean, um, are you referring to Shiti Konekushan? That's right. It does say Shiti with one T. Backing track's good. The telephone. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> Almost all the words are in English, actually. <laughs> well, he was a boy. Oh no, now he's doing it. She knew Hodo. He's talking about dying. I, I didn't. I, caught, I missed what was before that. But. Tonight, you something. You will not something. Oh, the it phone, is very the phone weird is that ringing. at one point he was a normal kid. Like he wasn't the small boy. Yeah. This was before he was like the three and a half feet tall guy. He, they expected him to grow at this point. Yeah. Weird to think about. Yeah, it's a good point. He was a pint-sized child star who just happened to remain pint-sized. Yeah, like it was completely separate. It had nothing to do with it. All right, now here's the theme song from Webster. <laughs> At 144p. <laughs> this looks like dog shit. I was shit. looking up this, uh, the, the summary of the show, and it was, there's an old white couple, and they adopt a black kid. 
Yeah, um, yeah. the dad. That's, that seems to be it. The dad is a pro football player who retired, and the mom is a socialite. And they yeah. adopt and a if, five-year-old black kid. And a quote from Wikipedia here that that seems to describe pretty well says, "It was the congenial Webster himself who drove much of the plot." <laughs> He's so congenial, dude. He really seems very congenial to me. He brightened up their life. All right. So without further ado, let's move on to the main event. Sonic and OKKO Fanatic 2020 (laughs) Records presents. Yeah, the guy who uploaded this to YouTube has a picture of Sonic and Tails on here. Oh, my God. So what kind okay, of touch? What kind of touch? Like to molest yeah, this kid. is awful. Maybe this is the molester singing to open. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have this. Someone comes in and say, "No, stop, stop the music." <laughs> Record scratch. Yeah, this is really. Imagine dubious. being on the couch with your entire family listening to this, staring off into the yeah, distance for thirty minutes, and your dad never says a word during the whole thing. <laughs> Don't squeeze them too tight. Wow, this is more musical than I realized. I thought it was just going to be like skits. Maybe we'll get there. Some kind of goes. Sounds it's like a karaoke it's, it's backing track. giving Yoshi's Island. <laughs> That's right. They rolled off the bass. And if I was five-year-old Webster right now, I would want a good touch. What do doctors and nurses do? Oh, they can help you with their hands. (laughs) Well, what about the guy who ran that Olympic team? It's okay to get molested by a doctor or perhaps a gym teacher. (laughs) Don't fight. I think he's a bite. You don't bite them. What is going on? I wish this had captions. This is a horrible way to learn. Like, it's so... (laughs) There's so much room for misconstruing things. Well, there's a lot of subliminal messaging that's going on here. (laughs) The music's weird for 1986. Usually it sounds like New Jack Swing or something like that. It's like very of its time, but this sounds like it could have come out in 1974. Wait, was that a key change? (laughs) This is so crazy. This is not at all what I expected. Me neither. (laughs) Hold your baby brother's hand. It doesn't sound like kids music at all. (laughs) I guess it sounds like a 70s commercial jingle. Parents kiss them by the firelight. It doesn't sound like kids' music at all. Or any sort of 80s PSA type stuff. Yeah, this is wild. This song goes hard in the paint, though. Is this where Bloodhound Gang got the idea for the bad touch? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish the Bloodhound Gang listened to this as kids.
hell we of a way to start this whole album. We should cover this whole album. We should. Okay, it's wearing out its welcome. Next song. Yeah, they're really hitting this final chorus a lot. <laughs> Are you really supposed to sit down and listen to this with your kids? That's what they said. Sit down, listen to it, and then give them the questionnaire the at the end. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Skit time. The yes. dismissal bell rang. Streams of happy children poured out of the school building. It was a beautiful sunny day. Everyone wanted to get home in a hurry to play. Webster was one of the last students to leave school. Oh. He had stayed after class for some extra help in math. That's when who the pedophiles prey on. The yeah. It's the straggler. <laughs> it's the one <laughs> antelope behind the herd. Todd was leaning against the wall with his hands in his pockets Uh-oh. and his eyes staring down at the floor. Webster called to his friend. Hi, Todd. Why are you still here? Todd raised his head and looked around. Uh, uh, I was waiting for you, Webster. <laughs> He was 15 when this came out, by the way. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Go over to your house and play for a while. Webster slipped on his backpack and smiled at his friend. That would be great, but don't you have to go home first? Won't your mom be worried about you? <laughs> My mom got a new job. She works lots of hours, but the pay is real good, and we sure need it. Well, do you stay alone? Kids don't talk mom? like that. Yeah. <laughs> Mom hired a sitter, Mrs. Smith. I'm supposed to go to her house and play and have a snack and Uh-oh. do my homework there. But I'd rather go to your house. Webster, please, please, can I? Webster smiled and grabbed his friend's arm. George and Catherine won't mind. Let's go. Todd heaved a big sigh of relief. He and Webster left the school building and walked off happily down the street. Man, that backing track's on some Yoshi's Island shit, too. (laughs) They found George in the kitchen. Hi, George. I'm home. Called Webster. (laughs) George knelt down and gave Webster a big hug. Well, Webster, did you get your math problem all straightened out? I sure did. Webster replied. Now I understand equations pretty well. Not as good as Einstein, but pretty well. Is that a joke? <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny to imagine someone who, they, like, who's really into Webster and is like, no, this is, the, this is better than the show. Like the, the, <laughs> this is like the OVA to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me. Yeah. I stay with a sitter now. And I, I, um, phoned her before I left school. Is this what the show was Webster like? Was so he's doing happy. equations, but he, he talks like that? Todd's making a phone call. Was Todd lying? Just then, George offered the boys some cookies and milk. And Webster oh. forgot all about Suddenly. Todd's answer. Yeah, I fuck with cookies and milk. Sounds great, George. I'm starved. How about you, Todd? I'm not very hungry, but then I never am. I don't feel much like eating lately. I'll just wait till you are finished, and then we can play a game. Do you really need to be hungry to eat a cookie? Like, it's not really like a sustenance kind of thing. She found Webster, Todd, and George at the kitchen table playing a card game. Wait, he's supposed to be five on the show. That sucks. He's learning equations at five? Emmanuel Lewis was born in 1971. Goddamn, a 15-year-old playing a five-year-old's pretty cool, though. It's really cool. It's weird, a 15... Like, I know it was I would love small, to make a TV show like that on purpose. That's it. It just sounds like a 
Someone who's older with a high voice pretending to be a kid. Yeah. It sounds very unnatural. I don't know. He's just a bad actor, too. Yeah, he's not good at acting. I'm the old maid again. That's the eighth game I've lost. I think he was an adult by the time the show went off the air. Yeah, he was 18 when the show went off That's amazing. He's just smoking cigarettes in between takes. I I don't want to be too much of a downer here, but if I turn on an album that's supposed to teach me to avoid being molested and I'm eight minutes in and I haven't learned a single tip yet, (laughs) I'm turning it off and throwing it in the trash. Scooping up his books. Todd dashed out yeah, the they should be going like number one trench coats. Bye, you just need that. You need a. You After need a, a something to, to hook you. Catherine looked at George and asked. You need a lead What's single. Someone offers you George candy, you say no. Todd has a new sitter. I guess he. They try to make to me eat the candy, and I say no, no, no. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> she told me how thrilled she was to get Mrs. Smith to watch Todd because Mrs. Smith likes children so much. And she especially oh. likes Todd. Uh-oh. Oh. Very strange. <laughs> the next day after school, Todd was waiting for Webster again. This time, he hurried down to Webster and grabbed his arm, pleading. That's a bad touch. Please, yeah, please, don't let him do Todd, it, Webster. stay away. Please, please. Don't let him plead. <laughs> something was wrong. Why don't you tell your parents instead of fucking Webster? <laughs> yeah, well, Webster's so congenial. That's true. Yeah, he's too congenial. That's the problem. Your house better. Your dad plays neat games. Doesn't your sitter play games with you? Todd's face. Dude, Webster is an insanely bad actor. Well, they didn't understand how to talk into a microphone back then. It's about cameras. I hate her and her tickling games. Uh oh, tickling games. That sounds like a good touch. I like being tickled. You like being tickled? Oh yeah, it's so fun to me. I love to play and be tickled. Especially when it's my sitter. close to Webster and whispered. If I tell you, do you promise not to tell anyone else? Webster nodded. Webster's gonna run right to his dad and mom because he's a snitch. Yeah. In places I don't want to be tickled. Uh oh. He tickles me in what my mom says are private places. When she said, Webster when he said in, I really thought he was going to s- go in the butt. <laughs> in is not yeah. the word I would, the, the preposition I would use. It sucks use. that child actors had to do this. Yeah. I, know. I assume the other one's an actual boy and not a teenager. Well, I don't know. It could be another teenager. It could be like a 70-year-old guy. Like someone drives their kid to an audition. They're like, yeah, we're doing this album. Your kid's going to be on an album. Can you, you imagine though? I mean, it would suck to be a child actor to have to do this. But can you imagine being like a thirty-year-old woman that they also make voice five-year-old <laughs> characters? Molester. And you're like, oh man, that's <laughs> the woman who voices Bart Simpson, yeah, Nancy yeah. Cartwright type. <laughs> I think though, I guess whatever pays the bills. If my do. eight-year-old boy got the role as molested child number one, I'd be so proud of him. She found George, Webster, and Todd watching cartoons. Hi, ma'am. Webster called out as she entered the room, and he leaped off the couch and ran over to give her a hug. Hi, Webster. George. Hi, Todd. Catherine nodded toward the TV, and George turned it off. Then Catherine sat down on the sofa and looked squarely at Todd. I need to talk to you for a minute, Todd. Todd went over to the sofa and sat down next to Catherine. Catherine smiled warmly at the boy. Sad music. Explained. 
Uh-oh. I saw your mom at lunch. You have been molested. She told me all about her new job. And game over. <laughs> this is on the game <laughs> over screen. For babysitter. Yeah, continue. down on the couch as if he hoped the cushions would hide him. Uh-oh. Catherine went on. Todd, you know you're welcome here anytime. Todd's in his feelings. paying a sitter a lot of money to look after you. Mrs. Smith was worried when you didn't show up yesterday. And I'm sure she's worried that you're not there today either. Webster started to open his mouth to speak, but a warning look from Todd reminded Webster of his promise to keep Todd's secret. Todd apologized. Webster, you have to tell. I'm sorry. Webster, you're 15. Webster's no snitch. He's 15. He knows better than to snitch. Todd gathered up his books and left. Yeah, you know what they do to you in prison if you snitch on a pedophile. Yeah, elementary school's (laughs) the same way. They hate guys who snitch on pedophiles. Those are the worst people. Whoa. <laughs> is this side B now? Oh, was it? Damn, I think you're right. That it just tra- transitioned to the back cover. Washed and dry the dinner dishes. Catherine brought up the subject of Todd again. I'm worried about that boy. He acted very strangely this afternoon. Almost like he got molested. Have a little talk with her. George put down the dish he was drying and turned to his wife. And what are you going to say? That the kid hates his sitter? You're a little slow, George. No, but I don't know why he dislikes her so much. Mrs. Smith is new in town, but she's supposed to be very good with children. In fact, Uh-oh. I was even thinking of asking her to sit with Webster when we go to that charity ball. No, 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 oh, no, no, Webster. no, 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 no. You have to tie her hands up while she sits there. Catherine and George turned to him only to hear him yell. No, no, I won't <laughs> stay with Mrs. Smith. George and Catherine looked at each other in shock. What's wrong, Webster? George asked as he bent. She's got a bad Webster reputation on the playground. She's been with everybody <laughs> on that Smith playground. Play games with you. It will be fun. No, Webster not the type of fun Webster wants. Uh-uh. This is not what parents should sound like. Like, this is such a bad example. Uh, Webster just gave up the oh, game. Oh, he let it slip. <laughs> She's not going to tickle me like that. Webster was sobbing uncontrollably as Catherine put her hand gently on his back. Webster, this kind of outburst isn't like you. What did you mean when you said you wouldn't let Mrs. Smith tickle you like that? Like what? She's got him dead to rights. Webster turned his head toward Catherine, then toward George, who was standing beside the bed. He took a deep breath and explained. I, I, I promised Todd I wouldn't tell. He doesn't want anyone to know. Catherine it's and George over. exchanged glances. L. Catherine said gently. Webster, most of the time, it's important to keep a promise. But sometimes it's not a good thing. I think this mm. is one of those times when it's not. Webster looked well, I disagree, ma'am. George. George nodded slowly. Webster felt better. He was convinced that he had to tell his parents all about Todd's secret. You got manipulated, Webster. They played you like so a fiddle. Happy, so, <laughs> so he told them all about the game and Mrs. Smith's bad way of tickling. When Webster finished his story, he lowered his hand. <laughs> George stood up and took, took the sh- his shotgun off the wall. <laughs> He stormed out of the house. Warm, reassuring smile, and Mrs. Smith is done. Don't worry, Webster. You did the right thing by telling us. Webster wasn't that certain. I'm going hunting for a monster, <laughs> a tickle monster. Why does George look so mad? 
George's face showed that he was really angry. <laughs> I'm not. Mad he picked up a master. butcher knife. I'm mad at Mrs. Smith. She's doing things. She's married. She can't do that to children who aren't her husband. <laughs> if you had kept that secret, things would only have gotten worse for Todd. You see, when adults touch children in private parts of their body, or when they make children do things that make them feel uncomfortable and unhappy, that's called like chores. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Todd was like going to school. It's a very sad thing, but it happened. I think my teachers are molesting me. <laughs> yeah, by giving me they homework. They make me uncomfortable yeah. every day. Very sick people. What we have to do now is to take the right steps and make things better. It is funny that 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 the dad is saying he's not saying like, oh, when this happens, it's bad, and you always need to tell someone. He says, when this happens, it's called child molestation. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> we do anything else. I think that's the best way to handle this. Webster agreed too, but he was concerned about one thing. Ma'am, do you think Todd will be mad at me? George answered for his wife. How could he be mad at a good friend like you? Who cares? He's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even your friend. He's just a kid that asks to stay at your house because he got molested. Who won't even eat a cookie when he's offered. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. <his ass. laughs> he's too fucking congenial, dude. He's always sucking up to his dad. Yeah. He's trying to butter his parents up so they won't molest him. <laughs> A short time later, Catherine you have was to fill up your opinion meter with your parents. <laughs> Keep it filled up just in case. Mrs. Collins was astonished. I wouldn't have believed it. Oh. Mrs. Smith seems so nice. I, I the JRPG music kicked yep, in. Yeah, it's back. Dude, side A of this album was dragging, <laughs> but I think side B's been really good. Mrs. Collins paused to shake her head. It's the future in Chrono Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And when he finally did, he often had bad dreams. He's lost his appetite and hardly eats anymore. And he just hasn't been talking to me lately about things that bother him. Todd and I have always been so close and... and the parents in this are all really stupid. Like, your parents shouldn't sound like this if you obviously got molested. Catherine patted her friend's shaking <laughs> Don't blame yourself, Linda. Many of us parents... I'm kind of rocking like back make, and forth to this backing track. We know that yeah, child. honestly. This would make kids not want to tell their parents about this because the parents are like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like alien. It seems like the... You're going to be afraid your parents are going to be replaced by aliens if you tell them. I guess I... Like, they're not even remotely familiar with the concept of getting molested by a babysitter. Like, you have to explain yeah. it to them. That's what it's like to tell your parents. When 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 the dad said, that's called child molestation, he had his he had an encyclopedia open and he was running his finger down the page. He was like, when like a WebMD. child is made uncomfortable. Ah, that's called child molestation. As the two women were finishing their coffee, George entered the room. Webster and Todd are playing old maid. How is everything in here? Okay, I guess. Speaking Maybe of old maids, we're gonna kill Mrs. Smith. Smith had I really hope Mrs. Well, Smith. She had everyone fooled. Yeah. She won't be bothering <laughs> any more <laughs> children. Put <laughs> her out of her misery. Bothering Todd. <laughs> she wouldn't stop bothering him. I hope that there's an appearance from from Mrs. Smith. I would love to hear her defend herself. <laughs> Me too. I think it's not fair to let us hear both sides. Lots of children who've been molested and can't talk also since it started with that song about a good touch i hope it ends with a song about a bad touch yeah true 
Yeah, the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have counselors there who know exactly how to talk to children and help them talk about their secrets. They also send speakers to schools to talk about the dangers of child molestation. Perhaps we can arrange for one at Todd and Webster's school. Well, that's kind of what Jared Fogle did. Yeah. You got to watch out for the guys who want the job where you get sent to elementary schools. Because that's the type of guy that's going to attract a certain type of guy. parents were on hand for the presentation at Webster's school. The counselor from the Division of Youth and Family Services introduced herself. It was Mrs. Smith. My name is Karen. Oh, Today fucking Karen. Oh, <laughs> she's going to read. Great. Very important. We are going to talk about touching. Ooh. Oh, nice. Hey. Good touches and bad touches. Can someone give me an example of a good touch? <laughs> I want to hear someone give an example of a bad touch from the audience. <laughs> be specific. Todd, can you be specific about a bad touch? Now who can tell us which <laughs> Okay, who's raising their hand? Is a bad touch. Slowly and shyly, Todd raised no. Oh my god, he's gonna do oh, no. it. Sometimes tickling can be a bad touch. <laughs> right, Todd. Agreed, Karen. Todd was ostracized from the school <laughs> from his school friends for the rest of his rest of his life. Todd is kind of underselling it there. I don't think he had any friends to begin with, though, since he was just waiting in the hallway to accost Webster. That's true, yeah. If you're going over to Webster's house, of all people, you're, in, you're for mostly in bad social standing. Yeah, don't they know he's 15? Why are you hanging out with teenagers? That should be the twist is that Webster's also molesting him because he's a 15-year-old hanging out with five-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's the side plot. It's very weird. Why is this 15-year-old in elementary school? What kind of power? The power of a gun. If someone wants to touch you in a way you don't like, say no. Say it loud. No. Then go. Go away from that person. The closing song is going to be uh -huh. called Oh Hell No. <laughs> no. Go. And no. <laughs> That's going to no stop go. Mrs. Smith. No go. That's a no go. That's a no go for me, Mrs. Smith. You don't tickle me below the belt. Todd looked at Webster and smiled. Webster smiled back. Karen repeated. Remember, I would love to hear from another go, member of the school. <laughs> when Karen's presentation was over, George and Catherine waited for Webster to join them. That show was a great presentation. What a fucking loser, man. I hated having to go to that kind of shit in school. Yeah, what do you mean? Waste it was a great time, presentation. Bullshit assembly. I want to see I want to go see the presentation again. Hi, Todd. Want to come over to my house and play? Todd shook his head no. Thanks, Webster. But, I but I'm afraid you're going to molest me. That's her over there with my mom. She's nice and I like her very much. Webster looked at the smiling woman Todd was pointing at and whispered, Aren't you afraid anymore? <laughs> Not me. Now I know I have power. Right. Webster answered as George and Catherine smiled. Together, the boys shouted, No, no, go, go and tell. tell. 
our body belongs to us. That's power. That's power. You tell him, Webster. I think if I was Todd, I would have gone to my own house. <laughs> Instead of going to Webster's house again? <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe don't... Oh. Because you don't really know oh. Webster's parents. Yeah, here's another fucking banger. Bad touch. No, it's going to be no-go. They're going to say yeah, no-go. Yeah, It's your body. Damn right it is. It's your body. <laughs> If you want to, but you could just let it happen. You could say yes. It's your body. Okay, this is gonna be a tough one to get through. Yeah, we got a three I hope there's a uh, guitar solo in this. <laughs> what? A little rabbit? What? A rabbit? What? The children molested the rabbit. So that, they're molesting a rabbit? Oh no. Until he was red? <laughs> what? But the rabbit oh, can't say it's my catch a rabbit. There's no way you can catch a rabbit. Oh. Uh, I guess it was a pet rabbit. It's my body. No, no more. <laughs> Shut up, Cameron. You're the one who needs this to hear this lesson. This is a 15-year-old doing You're a the kid young voice. It sucks. Oh. oh my god. Oh, don't molest the porcupine. That's yeah, that's a bad idea. That's a mistake. <laughs> it's like trying to molest that's, a poisonous tree frog. It's like trying to molest a goth kid. <laughs> that's how that should have ended where Mrs. Smith went too far and tried to molest a goth. <laughs> Mrs. Smith uh. was married to Robert Smith. <laughs> that's right. Robert Smith was a child at the time. Yeah. <laughs> this song mm. is not as good as the opening track, man. No, it's really... I don't know how all the bass got removed. Yeah, it's real thin. I know vinyl has a problem with that, but usually it's not this bad. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Is that Bob what Dylan? <laughs> it is. It is what the fuck? Did you hear that? You got Ooh. a lot of nerve. I think that was really him. Is there screaming in the background? It's my body. It's my body. Ooh. It's my body. What the fuck? You can't put screaming in the in the molestation song. If somebody touches you, just whistle. It's ridiculous. It's like the end of All You Need Is Love, where they're putting in random sound effects. Yeah, you're right. It's just totally... This is not the tone this should have. Why are the Three Stooges now? There's some Pink Floyd shit. This album actually syncs up with Dark Side of the Moon. (laughs) Why is it playing a bunch of... A bunch of uh, Three Stooges sound effects and then the like Sekiro Perry sound. <laughs> it reminds me of the Looney Tunes songs. Yeah, uh, the Long and Winding Road was like that. Just all the sound effects. 
This might be you, my like, my kind of Satanist conspiracy theory theory thing, but I swear to God, I heard some some non singing screams in the background of one of those last <laughs> choruses. I think that was Bob Dylan doing that. Yeah, it's this genre of stuff where someone gets like an assignment to put together one of these albums that's Daffy Duck sings the Beatles or How to Not Get Molested. Yeah, and you have to play some stuff on a Yamaha DX7. And like eventually, like 20 minutes in, you reach a point where no one's going to listen this far. Yeah, in. you're it mentally doesn't checked matter. out. You don't care about making you're this just thing. like hitting every button on a soundboard, yeah. playing every sound effect, because who's going to get to side? The guy two? who was making that fucking song at the end wasn't like, I'm saving kids with this. He knows it's bullshit. It doesn't work. Yeah. He was like, I got to get to 27 minutes, I guess. That's the minimum time well, for an LP. <laughs> yeah. he, he was like, he was like, um. I, he was actually evil, and he was like, I'm going to write the worst song I possibly can, so they turn it off before they learn the lesson. <laughs> That's tr- They waited an awfully long time to get to the lesson. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the guy who was, like, writing the script was secretly a pedophile, and he was like, yeah, I think I'll wait until minute 23 <laughs> to drop the say no <laughs> tip. Yeah, people talk about how kids today have too short of an attention span because... Media is all TikTokified and everything is in your face and no one has any attention span because of that. But this is the other end of that. Yeah. Where like, how is a kid supposed to pay attention to this? If your kid no, listens like, to kid, this. It takes this long to get into it. A kid, there's just no way a kid's brain can process yeah, this. Something is back wrong in the back. They wanted this, to hear a half this hour pace. of this. <laughs> back, in the, back in 1986, when kids' attention spans were, weren't ruined yet, a kid would get to the end of this album and he'd be like, Mom, can I listen to it again? Flip <laughs> it over. Yeah. But then he changes it to 45 <laughs> on the record player, so yeah. it's all fucked up. <laughs> what if there was an end lock groove? Yeah, it's like the, the Bob Dylan noises and the screaming, just like, yeah. <laughs> the last 10 seconds of that looping forever. <laughs> that is a crazy way to end it. The Stooges fading out on the Stooges. Also, uh, Cameron, I kind of resent what you were saying about the 80s there, because I think that kids at this time had their brains fried from Pac-Man already. They didn't know what was going on. No, but think about how boring Pac-Man is. You think a kid now, a kid nowadays couldn't play Pac-Man without have, having also Subway Surfers on split screen. <laughs> yeah. It is very boring. I think video games started to be good in 1985. <laughs> and even then there were like two of them that were good. All right. I think Cameron, we got to make sure we're looking out <laughs> for you here. You know, we got to make sure you learn something. I'm going to ask you every question from the back of the okay. record jacket. All right. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. This might be sensitive stuff to talk about, but... (laughs) Okay, that's all right. (laughs) Why didn't Todd want to go to his sitter's house? Oh, fuck. Um, He got molested. (laughs) Quiet, you're you're 30. You you already know the answer. Uh, Well, he said that he would just rather go to Webster's. Okay, final answer. He wanted to go to Webster's house more. Webster's parents do seem to have a lot of money. His That's dad is true. an ex-NFL player? He had a lot of cookies over there, but then Todd didn't want to eat the cookies, though. Imagine if your friend's dad was Tom Brady. Wouldn't you want to go to his house after school? Yeah. And That'd I would also so not cool. eat cookies so he, in front so of him. Actually, I, wouldn't, actually, actually, I wouldn't want him to think oh, I was fat. Tom Brady would kiss you on the lips, though, if you went there. Yeah, I just remember that he kisses his son on the lips. Well, so that's his son. Could, He's not going to do it to other guys' sons. If you wanted to do a reboot of this with an ex-NFL player in molestation, you could do Tom Brady. 
I don't um, like going to Tom Brady's house because he always kisses me. He French kisses me. <laughs> he says it's normal to do this to an eight-year-old boy, and I don't like it. I think, Cameron, you didn't really give a sufficient response, honestly. What? Are you that trying to be so funny right. or are you stupid? I was, I was, I'm going by what they told us in the thing. I, in Todd's own words, he just would rather go to Webster's house. But didn't you hear later on when he revealed why? That, no, wait, what? Okay, never mind. Fine, Did we're just going to move happen? on. Why didn't Todd <laughs> tell his mother about his bad secret? Because, well, they'd actually never said. <laughs> his mom is too lazy to take care of him and hires you a know, babysitter. Yeah, she thinks about work is more fun than raising her son. I was about to try to think of a joke answer that I could say from what Todd said verbatim, but he, I think he didn't say. I don't think they ever, I think that que- that's a trick question. I think you didn't pay close enough attention, young man. <laughs> <laughs> Todd is pretty stupid. All right, fine. Cameron, how about this one? What promise did Webster make to Todd? Why did oh, Webster break that promise? I know this one. Webster promised Todd that he would not tell anybody about his secret tickling, but he eventually was he betrayed Todd's trust completely and utterly uh, because he was weak willed and he was <laughs> That's his right. mind was shattered by his parents. He's a snitch and he doesn't respect people's secrets. His parents manipulated him, speed run manipulated him in five seconds flat. Webster's he got an even up weaker the goods world after Todd. only 10 seconds of interrogation. Yeah, they didn't even, they, it was, he, they put the cloth on his face and they dripped one drop of yeah. water onto it and he, he spilled the beans. They barely even Guantanamoed his ass before he gave up. All right, Cameron, what kind of touches are good touches and what kind are bad touches? This okay, is a I one. remember this one. This No, I remember this one. This one was near the end, so it's fresh in my mind. A good touch is a hug from your mom or mommy or daddy. Um, and a bad touch is some tickling can be bad. <laughs> what kind? Can you tell me what kind? <laughs> I'm just repeating what they said and then what I learned. That's what Todd said. I think some you're going to have to be, be more bad. specific. That's what he told Karen What do you mean? That's what they said. Well, tickling can be bad. This is just a little too vague. I think, let's just say no tickling. No tickling. Okay, tickling let's is the no, bad. No, we all... We lost our it tickling so privileges. There are too many molesters out there. They're taking advantage of tickling. No more tickling. Yeah, we should just Nobody gets to all tickle. tickling. There was they the they were building up to the big like okay here we're gonna lay it all out we're gonna finally say what a good touch and a bad touch is and they're like good touch that's a hug for your mom and dad but a bad touch is I guess sometimes tickling can be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to that kid? I guess. I think like, Cameron, you also missed one on this question though because another kind of bad touch was. Uh, rubbing a rabbit's head raw. Red. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. God, it's of mice and men. Yeah, that's <laughs> Lenny right. killing the rabbits. They should have a whole of mice and men themed uh, LP about not killing rabbits. And then at the end, they go out and shoot Lenny. <laughs> yeah. Don't hug a woman too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Even if her dress is really soft, because you will snap her. Okay, Cameron. You're strong. Yes. Who are the people you can tell your secrets to? <laughs> I don't think that was addressed, but I want to hear your best guess. Some um, kid you just met's parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say George. That's for right. For me, at least. George, Karen. Uh, whatever the mom's name was. But not um, Webster. I noticed Webster that you didn't will... say me and Alex, Cameron. 
you not trust well, us? Well, you guys, you guys are, um, how do I put this? A little bit older than me. Yeah, I'm we're not sure. That's what I'm saying. We're over 30. We're grownups. You can tell us if something's going on. No, I think I'd prefer. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know. So you told me earlier that Patrick knew about Webster. What do you think Patrick was doing, learning about Webster? Was he maybe learning molestation <laughs> strategies? Yeah, yeah, that's how he. That's how he knew about Webster. Is he listened <laughs> to this album a hundred times as a kid? <laughs> Webster, that's the bad guy from Good Secrets, Bad Secrets. <laughs> he ruins He's the villain. Smith's great plan. <laughs> yeah. So if there's Poor anything Smith, you, you need even to get tell us about Patrick. No, I wouldn't tell you guys a damn thing about anything. <laughs> if he ever tickled you. Has what, Patrick been you, tickling you? You guys need to stop now. If I found out he had been tickling you, oh my god, I would I would go to the police. <laughs> Cameron's been yeah, going over to, I don't to know Caleb's any other mom's types. place every night in order to not go home. I don't know waiting. any. I don't know any other types of bad touch um, besides tickling. So I can't. I'm not really equipped to figure out if someone's being molested or not. Well, have you ever heard the Bloodhound Gang? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, talk about getting molested. That's got some stuff in the video that's you couldn't do today. You couldn't show <laughs> them doing that today. Clubbing a woman and dragging her away like a caveman. Yeah, they all they used to love to do that joke and things. And talk I think about people were yeah, people really realized what that I feel like yeah, it's it's funny how how everywhere it was for a while. Those are the two types of bad touch I know. Getting clubbed on the head and dragged into a cave. And babysitter tickled. <laughs> because no one's taught me any other ones. I don't know. Yeah, Webster really I didn't have a record like this, this growing up. All right, Cameron, this is the last one. Okay. This I'm is ready. a tough one, too. I don't know how I, I don't think I can answer this. What kind of power did Webster and Todd learn they had? Time reversing. No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Strength or. Oh, um. Saying no. Black. <laughs> I think it's the, the gum gum fruit turned them into rubber people. Yeah. Uh, if you want the actual answer, though, um, it's that they learned the power to say no and to go. That is right. I think it's the first one you got like objectively right, I would say. But I would say that that's objectively right according to... Uh, According to the this this record, but True, I would also say that that's life. that's not much that's not much of a power <laughs> if you're a five year work. old. <laughs> yeah, the power is basically telling an adult about it and hoping they do something about it. Yeah, which is probably not going to happen. If you I said no whole, to Mrs. I think Smith, the whole the whole problem with with child molestation is that the child doesn't have a power. Yeah, I think that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's the kind of the reason it happened. But yeah. I have a theory though that like you have to you have to hope that you you pick a random kid at your school, go to his dad when his dad just got home from work and be like, the babysitter tickles me. And he's like, who is this kid? Who, who is why is he here? Does he want like, a that's cookie? what would happen. Why is this he's he's eating my food? I don't even know who this kid is. Do you know who this kid is, Webster? Yeah, I just met him. You put a cookie in his hand and just shove him out the door and lock it behind him. I just met him and he kept asking to come to my house. But like conversely, it never showed us what would happen if they confronted Mrs. Smith and said no to her face. And my theory is that she would just melt into a puddle and die and vaporize instantly. Guys, I have good news. I was just able to find the uh, the gatefold. Oh, nice. With the oh. letter from Webster. 
What did he say? From Webster himself. I'll read it out. Um, Hi, boys and girls. It's me, Webster, reminding you that there are lots of people who care about you and want to protect you. These are the people you can go to see or call on the phone if you ever need to talk about a bad secret. Write these people's names and phone numbers in the boxes all around this letter. If you ever have to say no, then go and tell. Tell any one of them. That way, you'll stay safe, happy, and healthy. Your friend, Webster. Now, what it seems to me that uh, they forgot to put the tell part into the recording because <laughs> I distinctly remember them just saying no and go, but not tell. Yeah, they don't really say... Do they even talk about the cops at all? I think they say that... They imply that that woman's going to go to jail or that she won't be she bothering won't bother. kids anymore. They, have a, they, they straight up, they have a picture of a guy on, on the, like they have... So around this letter, they have a bunch of little boxes where it's like, my my dad's number at work is blank. And then like a picture of the dad and you're supposed to fill it in. And they have, my religious leader's name is... Um, yeah, and right next to that, my sitter's name is. That's yeah. who did it. Yeah, the bottom, <laughs> that's who was doing it. The bottom left corner, they have my grandparents are, and the the grandpa looks exactly like Chevy Chase in Community. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might as well be a caricature. Well, he Pretty won't crazy. molest you, but if you call up Chevy Chase and say I got molested. He'll He's going to say, yeah. fuck you. He'll say some pretty crazy stuff. He fuck would, you, he would say some really cr- bad stuff to Webster, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, he would, uh, he, would, he would treat him like Donald Glover. Yeah. And then this also assumes that the, the kid has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven friends. They have seven spaces for friends. I the don't name think Todd had a lines are one. very small. Yeah, Todd had zero. The phone number of the fire station... The phone number of the police station. They had nine one one back then, right? <laughs> yeah, but I think I appreciate nine one one wasn't from ten years ago. Webster, they had nine one one. Webster in the is a cab, you know. He doesn't want you. Well, going it says to the, the phone number of the police station. Oh, damn. Okay. This and should... it says my dentist's name is. So it's telling you you should call your. This dentist. is also okay. Here's something I'm realizing about this too. And these are all, also too. people that have like there are examples of these people molesting kids. Yeah. So it, it, it's not. I don't, so, I don't know if your dentist is automatically trustworthy or your religious leader. You're supposed to take this. You're supposed to take this record and and uh, fill it out completely. You fill out everyone in your life's name, their like your doctor's phone number, uh, the police, like everybody you could possibly know who could help you. And then you're also you put your you're supposed to also write your address up here in the top left and your phone number. This is supposed to help kids from stop being molested. But if this falls into yeah, a the hands of a molester, hands, it's over. This is a molester's handbook. <laughs> he knows right where here. you live. He knows the names of every <laughs> person in your life who could help you. And he's got a list of all your friends and their phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just gonna go down the list, being like, "You up?" Also, your like your dentist and shit is really funny to me too. Of like, you're you're like a forty five year old dentist at home after work. Like, oh, I'm getting a call. Who is it? Oh, it's that five-year-old boy whose teeth I cleaned five months ago. Oh, he's it's one of my patients calling me at home to tell me about something that happened in his life yes. that I can't help him with. It's so funny something to Something where the best a, thing I could say would be call the cops. To include a blank on here for my address is. Because what is the How is that going to help you at like all? I, yeah, the kid, is, the kid carries this with him everywhere in case he gets lost so he the can kid, go back to his the address. The kid is getting molested by his dentist and he's like, I'll have you know my uh, that I live at 573, like whatever street it's like okay i'm gonna go to your house um yeah it's this is uh i think it works i think that webster did a good job 
And that's why child molestation was uh, eradicated in the mid 80s and never came that's back. That's true. Uh, yeah, well, no, see, I'm looking at the stats here. And actually, the, the day that this, this record was released, there was a huge spike. <laughs> it was like a, in, in molestation cases because um, the pedophiles were using this as, as bait. Oh, all the record store owners. Yeah. Yeah. All these five-year-olds coming into the record store to buy this record the day it dropped. <laughs> Getting a signed copy by Webster. You know, I, I really, I, 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 um, I hope that Webster toured after this and performed some of this live. It'd be a shame if this was, if it was just in limited yeah, when, to the studio. When you get Webster. Was this released uh, in Japan? I hope so. It better have been. I hope Japanese people got to hear this because they were big fans of him. It wasn't released as a manual, but it's synth pop, sort of. Yeah, it's pretty good. It kind of, I think it actually went pretty hard, honestly. It could have been worse. I'm just imagining, though, going to one of his live shows to hear him do City Connection in Japanese, and you meet him <laughs> after the show, get him to sign your molestation record, and he's like, yeah, here you go, kid, while he's like smoking two cigarettes at once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He naturally has a deep voice, but it just got uh. stuck that way because they kept making him do a five-year-old's voice. They did it like the chipmunks where they sped the voice up to make him sound younger. I was yeah. going to say, putting this on 45 speed, I it would sound so fucked up. <laughs> I, 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 get, I got so pissed off when I went to see Webster live and I wanted him to play my favorite deep cuts like City Connection and Love is Don Don and Webster theme song. But of course, the fucking uh, Good Secrets, Bad Secrets had just dropped and he played it all the way through <laughs> and literally only did one uh, song for the encore. I was oh like, my God, come dude. the fuck on. With all the skits too. Yeah. <laughs> he had different celebrity guests come out and play the roles of George and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Everyone threw tomatoes at Mrs. Smith. Ooh. It was like Blue Man Group where they gave tarps to like the front row, like ponchos. They smashed Mrs. Smith's head like a watermelon. <laughs> like Gallagher. It was the like 80s. Gallagher. Yeah, that was big back Gallagher then. showed up to get to murder her in cold blood. <laughs> but look, he got murdered himself by time. Time murders us all. Ain't that the truth? And it wow. makes, makes you think about... But whether but, uh, you know, may, to, maybe our lives are worth less than that watermelon. But in the to, grand the, to of put a nice little bow on it, time may murder us all, but time is also the only one hundred percent sure way to avoid being molested. Is time to cures all let twenty years. Let twenty years pass, and you're yeah, safe. It's true. That's true. That's true. I don't think I could be molested any anymore. I guess there's no one stopping you from saying you got adult molested. Like no one would if you came out and said you got molested as an adult. Like a serious thing. I don't think people would question you on it. I would assume they never learned another word. Yeah, you would yeah. be like, well, if that's how they want to refer to it, then I'm not going to question <laughs> yeah, their I story. The guy who, um, <laughs> I'm actually, not going to. Technically, I don't think you're uh, mean. You got molested. Like, <laughs> actually, it's just yeah. regular sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to say your, that. Raising your hand. <laughs> raising your hand. I have a correction to yeah. your trauma. <laughs> All right. Well, Cameron, I hope you learned something today from those questions. I'm. We just wanted to help you, really. Like. Yeah. Um, We're just worried about you. You know, I think that I, I'm going to be maybe listening to this three or four more times to make sure it's really drilled into my head. I'm going to buy a copy too and fill out the whole thing. Hopefully that helps. Um, yeah, hand it to your girlfriend and she'll uh, hold on to it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep it in a, in a fireproof um, safe in my house. So even if my house burns down, I know that 
Cause you know, sometimes that happens. It's like, okay, I have my, my thing that my, my information that prevents me from being molested. And then it's like, oh, there's a house fire. Uh, and like, you know, uh, five minutes later, when oh, we were great. on the Webster I Wiki earlier, that was literally but that's where the number that was that's where the number to the Webster. fire station is. Webster burned down the apartment in one of the episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Yes, true. he did. And they had to move to a different place. This kid sucks. Imagine <laughs> you adopt a kid and then he burns down your house. Yep. I'm bringing him back. I'm getting a refund. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I hope everybody learned a valuable lesson today. And if Mrs. I Smith, I did. if you're listening, fuck you. Yeah, I hope you never get to tickle anyone. <laughs> I seriously hope you're a fictional character and not real because I don't want to run into you. <laughs> <laughs>